Podcast, a podcast produced by the College of Applied Science and Technology at Illinois State University. I'm your host, Kara Snyder, and I serve as the Assistant Dean of Marketing and Communications and Constituent Relations for the college. Each episode, we're sitting down with an alum of the college, and today we have a chance to talk to Nicole Eisenrich. Nicole is a health sciences alumna and currently serves as Senior Risk Control Consultant and Area Vice President for Dallas. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Kara. I'm happy to be here today with you. So let's start at the beginning. Why did you choose ISU? So I'm prior military, and in the state of Illinois, we have what we call the IBG, or the Illinois Veterans Grant. So in order to use that benefit, you do have to go to a state-funded school, so it was narrowed down pretty quickly for me. Um, Illinois State University is as we all know, right there in the middle of the state and every direction smack dab in the middle. So it made sense for me to be back home in Illinois and go to Illinois State University. And Nicole, I always like to ask everybody how they pick their major, but I'm particularly interested in hearing about your selection because your major is considered by some to be a discovery major. You know, it's not one that students necessarily hear about when they're searching for colleges. So I'm really curious how you ended up where you did. So being an occupational safety major, um, it is considered a a discovery major. And the only reason I honestly knew about it is because I do have an older brother who does exactly the same thing that I do. So I had prior experience. Um, I had come home on leave a couple times and gone out with him to see what he does on a daily basis. And when I found out that you could work from home, uh, which now it seems like an everyday norm, but back then it wasn't. So working from home, you know, you set your own schedule, you go out and you meet with clients and you see all sorts of different operations and uh, all sorts of businesses around your area. It was definitely intriguing to me from that point. And what do you miss most about your time on campus? So you finished your time in the military, you come to normal. Uh, that had to be such an experience for you. Tell me what you miss about it. So I, I think what I miss most about the campus is the quad, and that's probably going to be everybody's answer. It's pretty unique to the university. Um, I do work with interns, so I've gone to a lot of college campuses and university campuses across the country. But the quad is something I do miss whenever I'm down at ISU. I always make sure I walk the area just because it's a good time to reminisce. I love that. My favorite thing about the quad is when you hit that point sometime in April when there's just students all over playing Frisbee, hanging up hammocks, and all of a sudden you know spring is here. That is just the best. Yeah, it's it's the energy that's out there, whether it's full of people or if it's silent because, you know, exams are going on. It's just the pure energy of the quad. Absolutely. So tell us, after you finished ISU, what was that initial job search like for you? You know, I know today's occupational safety students are required to complete an internship. Is that something you had to do or is that a newer requirement? The internship was required when I was graduating, and it really was my my one and only step into an experience that was related to what I wanted to do, you know, quote unquote, when I grew up. So it was um, the initial job search was a little bit more difficult back in the day. You know, the Internet was kind of new. I just barely purchased my first computer. 
And just knowing who was even going to hire me outside of the insurance world, it was all new. It was pretty overwhelming, right? And I think I definitely appreciate the fact that my brother was there to to be somewhat of a guidance along the way. So what was your first entry-level job? Where did you end up? I ended up in St. Louis at an insurance brokerage firm. And when I made it to the west side of the Mississippi, I swore that I would never come back to Illinois or any other state that was east of the Mississippi. And uh, lo and behold, that didn't hold true. Um, But I did start off in St. Louis with a brokerage firm. So give us kind of the Cliff's Notes version. How did you end up from starting from there to where you are now, a senior risk control consultant and an area vice president? You know, I'm sure you had some, there's a story there. Oh, yeah, there's there's definitely the story. And the Cliff Notes version is basically it's a lot of hard work. Uh, That corporate ladder is no joke. So starting off, right out of college, you don't really know much of what you're going to encounter. So it's a, it's a learning process the entire way. And for me, in the world of insurance, it was a discovery process also of what exactly I wanted to focus on. So I knew I liked construction from an early start in my career. So that's pretty much where I stayed. And with that, it took me to the carrier side, where I did work with all lines of business, meaning, you know, property, work comp, liability, and so on. And I did still focus on the construction and the contractors. And it was a good experience to understand all lines of insurance. And then I moved to work comp because ultimately a sprinkler system can protect your building, but I was really more concerned with protecting the people and the employees and making sure that they could you know, come to work the next day and not be injured at work. So I did take a job with the monoline work comp carrier. And then from there, I went to the captive side. It's um, a whole different realm. So if you don't under know or don't understand insurance, captive insurance really is like a self-insurance or a a self-insurance pool. And it's typically everybody in there has the same type of business, but they manage their own risks firsthand. So they pay that first dollar. And it was an experience because in the captive world, you can't do a lot of the business on U.S. soil. So we would have board meetings um, off U.S. soil. So around the world, Uh, boo-hoo, right? So (laughs) I would go to (laughs) Cayman Island. Um, We went to Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, Canada several times. So it was it was an experience. And I liked that world travel, but it really was challenge in that, you know, um, if you go to Canada one month or one week out of the month, and then you turn around and go to Cayman, like if you do that in November, you're literally wearing a parka one week and a swimsuit the next. And that back and forth, it was not my lifestyle after about a year, year and a half. I had to, I had to step away from that. And that's where I found myself here at Gallagher, where I am um, a senior risk control consultant, AVP for the Midwest Great Lakes. And I do specialize in construction. So with my background of understanding all the lines of insurance, 
um, focusing on work comp and construction, and then also understanding the captive world, it really did set me up for success to be back at the broker side or at the agency side and having the position of AVP and senior risk control consultant. So it's a variety of things that I tried along the way to get me, strangely enough, right back where I started on the agency side. But I had to make sure I liked what I liked. Well, thank you so much for sharing. That's super interesting. Uh, it's something that stood out for me is, you know, you talked about the travel, which initially initially sounds very glamorous, right? And sounds like you were going to these beautiful locations that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten a chance to see. And that's fantastic. But then you saw that that wasn't working for you. So let's talk a little bit about um, work-life balance and how do you know when to be an advocate for yourself in a situation like that? Work-life balance. And at that time where I was traveling all the time, it did not exist. And I had to have friends and family literally tell me, um, so we haven't seen you lately. Are you alive? where are you now? Like those sort of questions kept coming through. And I was like, oh, I guess I am kind of always working and always traveling for work on the weekends and never really able to recover those days. So for me, it's when the family and friends have to, you know, unfortunately get to the point where they're intervening and questioning, where are you? Are you alive? That's when I know it's gotten too far. And I, Kara, I really should know before that, but it, it's difficult because you get so um, involved in what you're doing and it just, it, the outside world just seems to become blurry. <laughs> well, and I think when you derive some energy from your job too, it can, it it's motivating, right? So it is hard to step away from that, but I think how lucky for you to have that support system that's willing to talk to you about that and um help you find the right fit for you so it sounds like you got a lot of experience in a short amount of time and like you said now you ended up kind of back where you started but you got to see some of the other side too which i think is super interesting so tell me now that you're at gallagher what does a day in the life look like for you you know we will surely have health sciences students listening to this, but also some students, faculty, staff from across the college and university. So how would you describe your job to somebody? So in the world of risk control or loss control on the insurance side, I typically work from home. And if I'm not working from home, I work with clients. But on the brokerage and agency side, you kind of have to understand a little bit more about what we do. So Every business you look at, whether it's the gas station, the hospital, or a contractor uh, in the world of construction, they all need insurance. And typically, those businesses or those companies can't buy direct from the carriers, so they can't go to Travelers or to Hartford or to any other commercial carrier and just get insurance. So we, on the brokerage side or the agency side, we provide that link and we match the client with the right carrier. And specifically for risk management or risk control for what I do, it does come back to what services the carrier provides that would be a good match for the client and what exactly the client's wanting to focus on. And if they're wanting to just pay the cheapest price, are they wanting the most services? 
Um, and it really is connecting those two together. And then for risk control, it really is about safety. So if you think of OSHA and all the federal regulations that are out there to keep employees safe, a lot of what I do is help companies comply, but also be the next step above, right? They want to be better than the rest. So they're constantly wanting to improve and they constantly want to know what else they can do. So I connect them with vendors that have products and services that will take them to that next level. And then I also go out and evaluate. You know, I do specifically, I go to job sites, construction job sites, and see a little bit of what they do on a daily basis and make sure that they're keeping their employees safe, that the employees know how to stay safe and that they're provided the proper personal protective equipment or PPE. So that's, that's kind of what I do. Um, every day is a little bit different, which is why I like what I, what I do. And every day is a new challenge. You know, my book of business uh, revolves and evolves and getting to know my clients is, you know, something else that I kind of like with what I do. And it's, it's, every day is just something new. Yeah, I'm sure that keeps it interesting. Is that your favorite part of your job or what do you consider to be the favorite part? So it's the relationship building. Um, I've been here with Gallagher for just over five years and some of my clients that I have, I've had from day one. So getting to know the company and where they were five years ago and how they have evolved to where they are now and the people that I've gotten to meet along the way within that organization. So building the relationships, getting to know the clients and assisting them with getting to that next level, and then helping them reduce their injuries and their losses and their claims. Like I, I like seeing them achieve and I like being part of that process with them. That sounds very rewarding. So on the flip side, let me ask you, what is the most challenging thing about your job? So I think ultimately it's always difficult to get a new client, you know, not new to getting insurance because they all need that, but somebody who's new to me, getting them to understand that safety does go hand in hand with production and getting them to see that if your safety is a top priority that production and, you know, overall business achievements kind of fall into place. It really is the culture and, you know, changing that culture to be something that does prioritize safety. That's usually the most challenging part. That makes sense. And I know you mentioned that you worked with interns. So tell me, what are you looking for in an intern? What, what does it take to have an intern be successful when they work for your company? You know, that's, that's a really good question because in the world of what we do here at Gallagher and specifically in risk control, you know, we're, we're not building the space station, right? We don't literally need those rocket scientists. We just need somebody who is self-motivated, has good time management, and ultimately is coachable. Um, I do provide feedback to interns, you know, halfway through their internship and then recap at the end. And those are usually things that I'll focus on with them is how to be coachable and how to get the most out of their internship. That's so valuable. That's fantastic advice. And I know right now that you are serving on the advisory board 
for occupational safety and health major in the Department of Health Sciences. Tell me what it's like now to be giving back to ISU as an alum in that capacity. I absolutely love it. Um, I'm actually the chair on the advisory board just as of a couple months ago, and I love it. Um, if, if I could have 36 hours in the day, I'd give way more of my hours to ISU. And I like being involved with the uh, faculty as well. So I was just down uh, on campus a couple days ago. I think last week I was down there on Wednesday and I sat in and uh, was in front of Amy's class, Amy Timmerman, and, you know, told the students a little bit about what I do for a living, my career path, and then, of course, told them about the Gallagher internship opportunity. Well, thank you so much for spending time with our students. And I know we cannot do what we do in the classroom and on the campus without alumni like you. So thank you for giving your time in that way. I think that's really important. Uh, we will go ahead and finish today with a speed round. So I have questions for you and I want you to just go with your first instinct. So Nicole, are you a morning person or a night owl? Oh, night owl all the way. <laughs> Is that a carryover from college? I imagine that served you well while you were here on campus. Uh, maybe a little bit, but it's more of the nighttime. I think people find their own things to go do, so they kind of leave me alone, and I can focus my time, right? Uh, a little sense. bit more of uh, relaxation, I think, in the nighttime. That makes sense. So then if you're not a morning person, is it coffee or tea for you? Oh, so it's definitely coffee, and I'm actually a little bit of a coffee snob. I recently uh, became the proud owner of one of those fancy Nespresso machines, and I'm addicted to it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are a great investment. That's fantastic. <laughs> so tell me, what's for dinner tonight? Uh, I'm actually going to make chili, and I try to get my veggies, you know, um, mom said that you should eat your veggies every day, so I do put in shredded carrots, and then I top it off with jalapenos and avocado. Nice, nice, and that's a perfect fall dinner. I love that. So yep. describe a perfect day for us. If you had a free day, you know, now that you have your weekends back, if you have a free day on the calendar, how would you spend it? So... A completely free day would also mean I have no obligations, right? So I would probably spend my entire day with my dog. He is um, definitely 100% my sidekick. She's a little bit older now. She's 14 years old. So I would spend the day, go get coffee, get her her little pup cup or puppuccino from Starbucks. And we would probably drive to the park, do a little bit of hiking, probably nap in the sun, that would be the most amazing day ever. That sounds delightful. I love that. So if you were to write a book, what would it be about? Write a book. I would probably write about, you know, this is a difficult one. Maybe dog training, just because I do love animals and I have trained a lot of dogs through the years. Or on the completely opposite side, it would be a book of what not to do. Just on a daily, every <laughs> A common what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Those both sound very valuable, but the second one sounds like a page turner, I have to say. <laughs> right? Uh, you know how mistakes we make in a day. If somebody could just write a book and write them all out, that'd be fantastic. 
And I think our students would read that before graduation and it would be so valuable. <laughs> right. <laughs> so one last question for you, Avanti's gondola or pub cheese balls? You know, uh, as I've gotten older, I'm lactose intolerant. So <laughs> definitely more balls in my future. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to say neither and probably opt for a salad, but I'm always up for a, a nice cold beer. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Nicole, before we let you go, do you have any advice you would like to give to our students that are listening today? Uh, yeah. You know, I think as you progress, you know, graduate college and, and as you progress through your career, um, never lose sight of being human. And I think, unfortunately, you know, as the days go on, we get so involved in what we do and we get so focused on our career and our path and what am I going to do? You know, you have to take a step back to be human and actually ask people, you know, how are they for the day? Are they doing okay? And when you recognize that somebody might look a little worn out, maybe not themselves, it's okay to ask whether you're low man on the totem pole or leading the whole group. It's okay to ask anybody and everybody if they are okay. And, you know, at the end of the day, just don't forget to be human. I love that. That's fantastic advice because you're exactly right. It's so easy to get our goals in sight and the bottom line in sight. We forget that we are human and we are here to connect with other humans. So thank you so much for that valuable advice. And Thanks again for being here. That was Nicole Eisenrich, Senior Risk Control Consultant and Area Vice President for Gallagher. Join us next time on the podcast for more stories from our past alumni.